Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. You set them up and I'll knock them back, Lloyd. One by one. We are going to read Booze News because it's really fun. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. It's a present. Booze News, Booze News. Oh, wonder what Eric's going to do. Lawmakers sent a bill to Governor Holcomb's desk yesterday that would bring back happy hour in All Indiana. Right. You're not allowed, if you're a restaurant right now, you're not allowed to have quote unquote happy hour selling alcoholic beverages. Right now, how come like some places like Applebee's or whatever have happy hour for appetizers, but they can't do it for booze? Right. The most a restaurant can do is run a special all day long, like dollar beers all day long. Okay. They can't do it just for specific windows. Like you currently right now, you can't lower the sale of your alcohol um, like in like a three hour period. It's got to be all day. They can lower right. food, but they can't lower alcohol. Yes. That sucks. Like a restaurant can't run happy hour more than four. There has some, it had some caveats, like a restaurant can't run happy hour for more than four hours a day or 15 hours a week and not after 10 p.m. And there's also a part of this bill that will allow carry out cocktails. Ooh, I like but, the sounds and, and of that. It's, it's not like open container where there's a straw hanging out of it or anything. It's got to <laughs> right. be it's got to be sealed in a labeled container. So restaurants, of course, want to see this bill go through. They, they, I mean, like social hours, happy hours. It's you attract customers during a slow period right. during the day for like you know it could be slow at Coach's Tavern from three to six on a random Tuesday in the winter, but a hell. You know, if if uh, you know Jack and Cokes are half price, right? Dollar beers, uh, do, yeah. If if I could get a beer, a dollar beers, you know, uh, most places there are some dive bars in Indianapolis. Like my buddy's old man used to know where all the dollar beers specials were <laughs> every day, but they have to run those specials all day. It's kind of a loss leader to get people to come in and eat, right? Um, now this would allow you to sell beer at a regular price until three o'clock, and then have half price beers. Uh, you know, from three to six, Monday through Friday. I got to admit, man, I'm a sucker for a good happy hour. Yeah. When I I go out to Vegas, now they don't do it anymore, unfortunately, but the Flamingo, right there in the middle of the strip, in the heart of the strip, they used to have happy hour uh, through the week, not on the weekends, where you could Mm -hmm. go by and it was 50 cent beers. Yes. Like, you know, 3 to 5 p.m., just set up shop right there, man, and it was awesome. I'd go there every time. I'll go out of my way. And you know what? When you're at those places and you're taking advantage of those deals, guess what happens next? You start buying food. You start buying more expensive drinks. Some of the most money I ever spent at bars when I was younger was on penny beer night. Because you start drinking the penny beers. Sure. And next thing you know, you're ordering shots. Next thing you know, you're in line at La Bamba's. I mean, it's an expensive, (laughs) expensive night, man. I've been there. This post-COVID world where um, the public health establishment and the 
Holcomb administration uh, to a larger extent did everything they could to uh, squash uh, restaurant activity. And so now this is a way where struggling restaurants can can maybe beef up sales because of the because of the happy hour bill. Uh, this is House Bill 1086. You know, down to, downtown, there's some places are still struggling. Right. You know, and people working remote, for instance. So, so you know, you're allowed a bar to, to cut prices by half for a specific period of time. Yeah, they are going to start buying a bunch of food. I wonder what like the convenience that. store owners think, though. Like, all of a sudden, the Indiana General Assembly and possibly the governor, they're all in on happy hour. We're going to bring back something that hasn't been around since 1985. <laughs> but heaven forbid, Rickers wants to sell cold yeah. beer in their convenience store. Yeah. Next thing you know, out-of-control teens might be hanging out at Rickers. <laughs> that was seriously one of the worst excuses I've ever heard in my life. Out-of-control teens. Out-of-control teens drinking the beer inside the store. <laughs> just going amok causing a ruckus wonder if they could describe the ruckus uh doing some booze news here <laughs> according to a new study the nfl fan base that was the drunkest during this past year was the tennessee titans this new study came out and it broke down the average blood alcohol score and they did this by collecting data from app users, beer sales at the stadium. There was a lot of stuff that went into this. Okay. Backtrack is the organization, BAC, blood alcohol content. So you could you could download an app? And it will tell you who the drunkest NFL fan base was. And the Tennessee Titans came in at number one. <laughs> the Steelers came in second. And who do you think was number three? Oh, it's got to be the Colts. Come Colts on, were number right? three, yeah. baby. Followed by the Falcons and Saints. Now, what I've noticed on this list here of the fans that got the most hammered at NFL games, the Titans, the Steelers, the Colts, the Falcons, and the Saints, only one of those teams made the playoffs. Yeah, the Steelers, yeah. <laughs> so everybody yeah. else was drinking away their yeah. pain, watching their team <laughs> probably lose a home game. Colts coming in at number three. I want to do this. I want to do this backtrack app, the the blood alcohol app. And you said what? Like twenty eight thousand people participated in this thing. Yes, and that's a pretty decent um, sample, I think. Right now, which fan base do you think drank the least this past year? Well, I mean, Super Bowl winners probably. I would think the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs yes, followed by the Commanders, the Giants, the Ravens, and Chargers. So here's what we've learned. Commanders are awful. Right. I thought they would have been in the top five the other way. Four of the five fan bases that really get drunk at ball games did not make the playoffs. The fans that drank the least won the whole thing. <laughs> so maybe, okay. you know, Jim Irsay, if you're listening, if you want to help control some of the drunkenness around this town, let's get some free agents in there. Let's hit some home runs on this draft and let's get a winner out there on the field. It's the Hammer and Nigel show.